Hello everybody and welcome back to In The Zone. I am Mallard's Y, um, or Declan. I uh, probably need to adjust my microphone a little bit here. Um, anyways, so today we have a very, very special guest. We have Cobra's Y joining us. Um, A.K.A. Uh, Goat. Um, Cobra's Y, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Um... So, obviously, the first, uh, series, the first four series came out, the first, uh, first 12 games, um, first three games for every, uh, team. Uh, unfortunately, we saw some things that we didn't want to see, um, I am so sorry for the kids who had to watch the Predators do good, um, uh, but, uh, we're gonna get into our power rankings today for, uh, each team, and, uh, we're gonna see who's doing good, who's on fire, and, uh, who is not doing so good? Um, but uh, let's just go into number eight. Um, Cobras, why? How, how about you take the first one? Not even. It's not even close to the Eagles. They're terrible. I mean, I want to root for them because they have Dallas Allen and Blake Walker, two solid rookies, but like they don't stand a chance this year. No, and I, I don't. I don't see them making the postseason. I mean, the Diamondbacks great. Mallard's pretty good. You know, the Gators like turning champs. So I don't see them. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. I don't, I don't see any hope with the, uh, with the Eagles. Um, I have them at number eight as well. I just, there's not very much hope for this team. Um, they're not good. I, whenever I get told they're good, I just laugh. Um, I, there's nothing to look forward to um, besides maybe the draft. Um, so Eagles fans, just flash forward to a year from now when you get to draft the first overall pick. Um, cause maybe it'll actually save your franchise, but, um, for now, you're probably going to be number eight in the power rankings for every single, for every single five weeks that we do power rankings. So that's probably where I'm going to put you. I think that the Eagles, if they do make the postseason, they can make a run. I mean, they've done it before and they've like, but I, I just don't see them making it. But if they do, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, coming in at number seven for me. It's going to have to be the Metro Magic. Um, you know, it was it was a little hard to watch, um, you know, that Pred series. Um, uh, unfortunately, no yeah, no Swagner. Um, I don't think that would have made too much of a difference, but, um, you know, they were missing some pieces, so let's just give it them to that. I still have them making the playoffs. I'm going to stay by that claim because they always catch heat during the end of the season. And... Um, Unless the Preds actually do good, which I'm not expecting that, um, you know, I just, I can't see it for now. Um, but yeah, I have the Preds in it, I'm sorry, I have the Magic in it 7. Um, you know, a lot of good positives though, they still have Chatty, they still have Jackson, they still have Jordan Curdy. Um, let's just see how they go from now on, from here on out. Um, I still have a lot of hope for them. Number six probably the Gators. I mean, you get destroyed by the Cobras in the first series. That's kind of sad. Yeah, so you, so you did I have... I think it's going to be a little bit of a hangover. We saw it in 2019 with Wildcats, and it's just like... I don't... They're going to make the playoffs probably, but I just don't see them like... Cheatham, I think Georgeson didn't even get hit. I mean, it was awful. I mean, Zerlag... I think Zerlag... 
bullshits in that series. That's just not a good sign, no offense or like, but he's usually, I mean, it's usually cheating. So. Yeah, so you did have the uh, you did have the magic at seven for uh, your power ranking. Yeah, I would have the magic at seven, but it's really close between the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm gonna have to go um with uh the the Gators actually at six too. Um, you know, like you said, there's just not a lot to be to take away. I mean, really, they won game three because the Cobras were just tired of hitting the ball like that's it um i mean chris cheatham got one he had a home run and that's it like you might as well have watched a golden stick wiffle ball league game than watch that game um it they won one nothing i mean they would have gotten swept if it wasn't for one single home run so there's not much to look up for uh three-seeded gators for the national league this year I said they were going to regress. I was right for the most part for now. But um, I just, right now, there's a lot of stuff that has to go right for the Gators, in my opinion. Um, and also, so coming in at number five, for me personally, um, I have the Pacific Predators. Now, yeah, I'm going to... I I think Cratch, they need a number two arm. Cratch can't, like, it's not like 2019 where there's no, like, six-inning rule. Mm-hmm. Ward was terrible. I mean, the Magic beat up by, like, five runs or something. I think it was 10-5. to five. They, It wasn't mm-hmm. Yeah, like um... six to nothing in the first inning. And I don't, I just think they need a number two arm. Kind of like how the coach was last This is why, I mean, in all reality, I see... Here's the thing. The reason why I had the Magic going to the playoffs is because I want to be a little diverse in my rankings, and I know that something is going to go wrong, just like something went wrong last year. The Cobras were World Series contenders last year at the beginning of the season, going into the season, and then they fall apart. So I wanted to be a little bold with that prediction. However, going off of like what I... I mean, if all goes well for the Predators, they're going to make the postseason. However, saying they're going to be better then the number three seed is like saying that the Cleveland Cavaliers can go to the finals without LeBron James. Um, But, uh, yeah, it's never going to happen. But, uh, again, it's just they're at number five. And, um, you know, I liked what I saw from them. Um, It was good. Russell looked amazing. Um, Warda... Warda got overrated again. He didn't even yeah, hit two eighty. Yeah, that was cool to see. Um but yeah, um, you know, the lineup really didn't pop my eyes out too much because besides Russell. Because Warda and Cratch were hitting off of bad pitching in game two. Um so that that's all I gotta say for the Predators and they're my number five power ranking. Um, coming in at number four, uh, I actually have the Midwest Mallards, um, and they won two to one, uh, in their series against the, uh, Western Wildcats, but, listen, I'm gonna be the first one to admit, it's an, it's a complete and utter 
overreaction if you say that the Midwest Mallards are looking great and they're going to win, you know, they're going to win the pennant or they're going to win the World Series or they're going to win the division, whatever. It's a complete overreaction. It they they look great, but it's one series. We saw what happened with them last year. They won the first series and then boom boom boom, they missed the playoffs. So I'm not going to overreact with the team and um they look great though. They look amazing, bottom as I expected. I'm going to take full credit for that. I'm going to be so cocky about it. I don't care. I a bottom bottom is an absolute beat. Exactly. Um, if you saw, I have met number two in in the MVP race and number two in the Cy Young race. So he's um, booming, right? His stock is going way up. So Bonham looks great, Irwin looks promising, and Coughlin is batting three thirty three. So everything is going good for the Mallards. Uh, who who's your number four? Is definitely the Wildcats. I mean, I just don't. I don't know. I think Nick Saylor and they just just like the Predators. They need an actual number two arm. Nick Saylor's like a good, it's definitely like a solid option, but they just need like that actual. Kind of like how the Cobras have Baranowski or Davis. You know? Mhm. It's just their hitting is insane. I think they're, you know, Pearson, who's hit bombs. Saylor hits bombs. Kyle hits bombs. But I just think it's the pitching. Right and. It's possible that the Mallard sweep that series if Coughlin wasn't injured. And I don't want to go into, like, too much because that's a little skeptical, but I don't know. I feel like the Mallard's offense just kind of gave up after they um, after they uh, were losing 7-1. to So, I mean, maybe if Coughlin is healthy, they win Game 3 and they sweep the series, but it's a 2-1 series win for the Mallards, and... Uh, the Wildcats definitely do need to improve, uh, no matter how you slice it. Um, so coming in at number three for me, um, I actually have the Western Wildcats. Now, they're being pulled down in this power ranking because, look, it was, uh, you know, they almost won two games from that series, but Kyle just had to blow it at the last second in game one. Um, and, you know, it, it wasn't a terrible performance, I will say that. Um, but it wasn't eye-popping, and, um, you know, I think they'll definitely improve, but they need to get back on track. It was a rough first series, uh, that may be, that may be so, but, I mean, I need to see a sweep of somebody in the American League this year, or the Eastern Eagles. One of those four teams I need to see a sweep of in order for the Wildcats to be real. I think they could sweep, uh, probably they can, they probably sweep the Magic. Mm-hmm. If they don't have, uh, maybe if they do have Agro, but I don't know, you can really never do it. Mm-hmm. But I think they can definitely sweep the Eagles. Yeah. Number three for me is probably the Cobras. I mean, good year and good start, but same thing happened last year. Start off like, you know, finish five and ten, but, you know, you just can't get too cocky with the Cobras. So you're kind, you're kind of pulling their power ranking down because of what they were last year. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I just like I'm not trying to be 
trying to be mean or anything, but we always end up choking somehow. I mean, it was last year we lost to the Magic in the final series. We doubted them. We came in thinking we were, you know, going to sweep, going to win two of one. We were going to make playoffs and we just didn't get it. But, you know, kind of glad that we didn't because now we have Baranowski and Gus. So, pretty solid. Yeah. He picked off Aaron Rodgers, everybody. Anyways, let's go to number two. Who you got at number two? So number two for me um, is going to have to be uh, the Coastal Cobras. Uh, loving, loving, loving what I'm seeing out of the Cobras. Um... Wow, wow, wow. Um, I think they're actually real for this time. I think they're actually legitimately real. I think they can actually be a contender this year. Um, if they ever get, if Drew ever gets uh, shaken up, or if Baronowski ever gets shaken up, the other one can come in for the other one. So I really, really want to see what a fully healthy Cobras team can do this year. And I also want to see... Um, what their hitting could do, because in my opinion, they have the best lineup um, in MLW um, besides the Wildcats. Um, maybe even over the Wildcats after uh, this season, but for now, they look amazing, and I think it's going to continue, and I think it's going to continue all the way to um, postseason, um, per, uh, postseason, postseason uh, success. Um, maybe not a World Series, but definitely... Um, the ALCS at the very least. From two for me is the Mallards. I just think Bonham, Bonham Conklin, and Irwin is just such a solid lineup. I think that they don't really have a weak spot right now. I mean, they have a, they can all pitch, they can all hit, they can all field along with how many salty play. I mean, I just don't see them being. I just see them making a huge. If they do make to the ALS or NLCS, I see a huge series against the Olympics. They might win, they might not, but I mean, it could be a huge year for them. Yeah, so number one, uh, we got the same number one. Uh, downtown Diamondbacks at number one. I, I expected this. Um, I mean, I don't think they're going to be as good as some people think. Some people are way overreacting to them, and they're saying, like, they're going to be on historic pace to, you know, win or lose this many games. There are some definite holes in this team. For example, they literally let up, like, two home runs to Zach Whalen, a home run to Neil Smith. So, I get what rust is, but you gave up literally, like, it was like ten runs to the worst offense, yeah, the worst offense in the entire league, and it's not even close. And, like, that is the problem. Heath needs to stop walking people, and Norp needs, I've said this before, but Norp's opponent average is god-awful. It was one of the worst last year. He needs to keep that down, or I don't even know what's going to, like, 
they need the pitching needs to get better. The hitting is there. The pitching needs to get more consistent, and they need to figure out, you know, what like when they come to the, come to the field, it has to be more consistent for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a really nice play. Um, he had some home runs. You know, I think this team's up. I, as my record for them, I see him going like twelve and three. No, eleven and four. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. Um, my dog is squealing at my door right now. He's apparently lonely. Um, but anyway, um, hold on, everybody. Let me just step away for a second here. We are back. Um, anyway, so I think for me, um, this is going to be a fun year. Um, it's definitely going to be the best year in MLW history. A hundred percent. You know, there are a lot of things that are going to happen, though. Um, and uh, I got to say, I think the best take that I've had besides the bottom take was the Gators' regression. Um, and I think that's going to stick. I don't think that's a one-series thing. I think it's going to stick. Um, I see the Gators as a as the third seed in the NL. Um, and even if they do get the edge on the Mallards, I just don't think they're going to make it past them in the NLES. Um, and, you know, I've said this before, but Cheatham carried them in the postseason. And... Um, Georgie was awful. Like, 7-1. It was awful. And they only got that one run. They only got the one run off of a Kyle Schultz walk. That's the only run that they got. So they would have been shut out if it wasn't for that. Um, and, you know, I one thing also, they caught teams in the first half very, very well. But in the second half, they fell apart. Five, yeah. six straight losses. I'm sorry, they six got, straight losses. It was, it was 16 and that 16 nothing loss to Diamondbacks. That was hilarious. Ben Wilson made that catch. I mean, that series. I actually. It just, it just showed that when Georgie wasn't there, I mean, it wasn't close. I actually thanked Norp for sweeping the Gators when I went to Illinois. Uh, that was actually hilarious. Um, and then he proceeded to sweep my team to get themselves into the playoffs. I yeah. Yeah, and Irwin, you know, is going to be, I think he's going to be a beast. But, um, you know, I guess, um, you know, I have a, one one more idea, and I think it's, it's, it's a little awesome to talk about. But I want to see more trades in MLW, and I think one of those things oh, that could happen. I think the crash, was that a crash? It wasn't even a trade. It was just like he got released, pretty much. I guess you could say. I remember. I remember it was like quarantine. It was like the first month of quarantine, and I remember looking on Instagram and seeing that Andy Duran was back on the Cobras, and I was like so hyped. Yeah. Andy was like one of my favorite players because I do think Andy that 2018 season was so solid, and I feel like in 2019 he was so underused. 
by the Eagles, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I really, really want to see more trades happen. I think a cool way to implement that would be a, um, a two-round draft instead of just the one. And I think what would be cool is more trades would happen out of that. So, um, you know, because, like, now you, you're giving up second-rounders um, and you're giving up first-rounders. Um, you know, it, it might spark a little um, um, a little fire here. And, you know, possibly the the they might extend... If, if the field gets bigger, which it might because... We're still seeing quite a bit of homers. Um, they might extend it to four people on the field, and lineups might get bigger. So it's a possibility that, um, you know, I know the problem is going to be, oh, well, you have two people coming in every year now. Well, here's the thing, though. They already expanded the roster sizes. Yeah, and um, let's be honest, like, you're going to be cutting, you know, like, there's only going to be three people showing up to a series. If not, there's going to be four, unless they're the Eastern Eagles. So I think there's definitely room to expand on that, and I think that would be kind of cool to see. Um, in terms of, uh, you know, well, what if I don't want these players? Well, you draft them, and then you don't sign them, or you release them. Like, it happens in the NFL all the time. They don't... They don't. They don't sign them to contracts, and then that player ends up They're becoming like a free agent. Free agent. Exactly. So, I. Uh, I mean, the the de- the depth of the draft class is definitely doable because the winter league is going to be back. So it's doable. It's just a matter of, is it actually going to work? So I don't think this is going to happen. But I just thought it would be cool because I want to see more trades happen. And also, I want to see teams like the Eagles dealing their guys for picks. Um, for example, during the offseason, I want to see um, a guy like Zach Whalen get traded off to the Wildcats and see the Wildcats have, like, the sixth pick in the draft. Then they get Whalen for a sixth pick. And what I want to see here is trades in the offseason and not middle of the season because... If you don't know what pick you're giving up, it's going to be difficult if you're the worst team in the league and you gave away your pick. So I think that would be, I think it would be cool. Like everything is set in stone, so you get um, a pick for the player, and it's kind of like the NFL. Like I'm not going to give up a f- like a first overall pick for uh, Sam Darnold. Uh, but I'm going to give up a first overall pick for Patrick Mahomes. So um, I think that would be kind of cool to see um, uh, implemented into MLW, but I don't think it's going to happen, but um, I just want to see more trades, quite honestly, Um, because it's not really that fun anymore just watching um, the offseason be like, oh, well, somebody signed this guy who we've never heard of. Um, Or... Dudes in the draft, I didn't even know, like, at all. Uh, Irwin, I... Last year's draft, like, I know the entire class, like, ordered. Except for the Eagles pick. They drafted, like, Max Tomalka. That was the oh. guy. That was... Fun. Uh, I'm sorry, but huge. 
swing and a miss, dude. Huge swing and a miss. Um, and by the way, James Swanson is being overused right now. I mean, I'm sorry, underused right now. Somebody free free my homie James, please. Um, that he deserves better. I'll take James Swanson any day. Like he's. This is what I hate about the Preds. Like getting off to a spiel about the Preds for you know the last couple minutes of the episode. You know how. You know, you're developing Stephen McLeod, who is supposed to be your number two, reportedly. Doesn't show up for this first series. So, let me get this straight. James Swanson looked pretty good um, last year. In fact, I thought he was a really, really solid number two. I thought he was better than Sean Flynn. And I also... Flynn, I mean, solid, but, you know, yeah, I thought he was better than Sean Flynn. I thought he was better than... I thought he was better than Andy Duran, Gavin Oreski, and... Um, there was... And... Uh, it, it, like, whenever Jackson wasn't there, it was like Agner or Joey Flynn on the Magic. Um, and... And Warda. And Warda. Like, he is a quality number two starter who looked great at the end of the year. And you're just going to say, you know what? No. Instead of, um, you know, keeping our guy, keeping on developing him, we're going to waste another year of developing a guy. And then we're going to see if that guy can do it, even though that particular guy has never played wiffle ball. And he is a college baseball player. So what? Like you, you'd rather have. Totally missed on the number two arm thing. I mean, Warda, that that was the first time on the house since twenty nineteen. He did pitch last year, but it wasn't it it wasn't it great. Wasn't no, exactly. And yeah, and. You know, again, go ahead. You know, it's all fun and games, but let's be. Real here, as expected, they lost the second game because they didn't have a second arm. Guess what? You can't keep getting away with that. And, you know, you can't say, oh, well, we're going to win two out of three series because Cratch is there. Well, guess what? what? If you make the World Series, what are you going to do? Exactly. What are you going to... Okay, what are you going to do when it is a pitcher's duel between Trevor Bonham and Ryan Cratch, and you're just going to say, you know what? At least we win 2-1 to because it's Ryan Cratch on the mound. Oh, well, Trevor Bonham is starting against Cratch. Oh, well, that doesn't mean anything. When Trevor Bonham is no-hitting you through three innings and the Mallards find a way to get runs on the board off of Cratch, you're going to be sitting there stunned. Oh, my God. There is no room for slip-up for Cratch. There's no room for slip-up for Cratch. You already have five guaranteed losses this year. Five already. The Magic was the only... um, uh, second game series loss that I was kind of skeptical about, but now it just goes whoosh, all downhill from here. Everybody who is playing you in uh, every four teams who are playing you, guaranteed you're not sweeping them. Every single last one of them. Every single one. You're losing at least one of those games. That's the only team that I'm saying that about because nobody is pitching for them. Nobody. And Cratch is going to stop Cratch just can't keep up these all of these performances. It's gonna, it's gonna get to a point where 
people are going to start hitting him, and people are going to start seeing him better, people are going to take walks more, and I'm just saying, when he goes up against the Cobras, when he goes up against the Wildcats, when he goes up against the Mallards, and when he goes up against the Diamondbacks, guess what? They all have better lineups than the Metro Magic. I want to see what Ryan Cratch can actually do against them. So, that may just be skeptical, but you need to find an, another arm, because it's it's not looking good. You have zero room for slip-up. Like, zero room anymore. Like, there's no... Alec Warda is not I good. Okay. No I more. still can't believe on how they've lost to the Wildcats, who had injured Nick Saylor and, like, Ryan Kelly. And they, Nick Saylor literally had a... a um, like a blister. It was like a splinter. Or it, yeah, he had a blister, and he was hitting with one, one hand. hand. With one hand. You know who was supposed to show up originally? Michael Aguilar for that series instead of Ryan Kelly. Ryan Kelly is. Ryan Kelly was not under- supposed to show up for that series because he told me on the podcast himself that he was actually in vacation on vacation, but Michael yeah. Aguilar and Zach Pirac couldn't show up. So, I really, really want to see. What would have happened if the Wildcats actually had a fully healthy lineup? Because Sailor was injured, and O'Kelly was also coming off vacation, yeah. a, a, a one-week vacation, and also Kyle Schultz had back spurts. So yeah, the whole lineup was destroyed. The, yeah, exactly. And the Wildcats also hadn't played a series in a few weeks, so that didn't help either. So. Again, Preds fans, you're probably going to make the playoffs, but are you really going to be okay with that? Are you really going to, you know, be okay with that? But, again, you know, I'm just trying to be honest here, and the only way, of, you know, that I can totally be honest about the Preds is find something. Like, seriously, there's no more room for slip-ups from Cratch anymore. Like, if he is not on for a day, you're getting swept. Like, with Drew Davis, for a fact, and you might say, oh, well, you know, Ryan, he's on, he literally almost got, he literally almost lost the Magic. He literally almost lost the Magic, because he wasn't on. And say, oh, well, he was injured, I don't care. He wasn't on. So, it's, it's just, it's not gonna, you know, if, again, if Cratch does not feel good, if Cratch does not make it to a series, you're automatically getting swept automatically it's like whoosh. with the gators last year they had chris cheatham and they had brendan jorgensen the d-backs they have jonah heath so uh, behind jimmy norp and then the mallards all three guys can hit I'm, I'm sorry all three guys can pitch kyle schultz can literally not miss a game because he is the commissioner so that's not even possible um yeah. and then uh, literally every other team has pitching. Like, the Eagles, I know I like to clown on them, but at least they can put themselves in a position to yeah, win they, a game. I mean, they have good exactly. And, really, the Preds should really, really consider trying to invest a draft pick into trying to snag a younger prospect um, uh, to, to get pitching um, for them. So... Uh, that'll be interesting to see as uh, as uh, the season goes on, for sure. I 
you need is just a solid number two arm, a guy that can, you know, just throw strikes. Yeah, and that's and that's what I don't get. Like, just why didn't you roll with just Swanson? Really, really don't get it. Because. I Swanson last year. I think he was actually a pretty solid player. Yeah, I thought he was good. But. I mean, his hitting was questionable sometimes, but his pitching was pretty good. Exactly, and I don't know if it's just them not wanting to hit him, but just, like, it's just a hitter. I mean, you just need a pitcher, but that'll probably wrap it up for now. Um, you know, thanks for listening. Uh, Preds, we got to figure out what's going to happen to the Preds, but stay tuned for another Power Rankings episode. Stay tuned for another episode. Uh, thank you, Copa's wife, for joining. Um, and uh, it, sh- it should be interesting as uh, as the... Uh, as the season goes on, hopefully the Preds uh, don't do as good uh, for both our sakes. Uh, um, hopefully the Cobras do good. Um, you know, I'm hope yeah. Hopefully the Mallards do good, but uh, all my homies love Noah. So uh, yeah, it's it should be um, it should be interesting. Uh, very very interesting. Uh, let's let's hope uh, this year is. Uh, more entertaining than last year. Last year was actually kind of boring near the end of the year. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, thank you guys for tuning in, um, and, uh, we'll see you in the next episode.